0: Graffiti is about as old as the written word itself. On various walls of old Pompeii, there's been discovered numerous boasts of sexual conquest, disappointed restaurants and bar reviews, as well as old people complaining about the kids these days. Welcome to Two Thirds Focused. What
1: what, was the topic? Sorry.
0: Positive thinking. Positive thinking, Jan.
1: Oh, right, right. Positive thinking, negative tests. Got it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, and both. You, you can guess. Uh, today we are playing the game of two thirds you know, have gotten COVID and one third is staying healthy.
2: Yes, guess was infected.
0: And uh, the funny thing is, Red is also feeling sick, so I'm the only one that's actually feeling healthy. But that's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're just cheating.
2: You're younger, so. Doesn't count exactly. Yeah, I mean,
0: I mean, physics doesn't apply to me like it does to you. It's
2: fine. Yeah, we'll have to figure out why at some point because I want useful to know useful
0: vigor and the blood of virgins. Come on, <laughs> the usual recipe. <laughs> okay, and I'm red. <laughs> and I'm Jan. <laughs> That's that must be the strangest intro yet. Yeah, uh, possibly. How, yeah. how how the fuck have you been, Jan? Maybe you should start. Miserable. <laughs>
1: Thanks for asking. well um, the best thing is about? I uh, just talk about how my week went. Um, got back from Oslo, which was a phenomenal trip, and I think we had a the discussion there. Um, yeah. Then spent the rest of the week uh, getting ready, washing clothes, and basically packing for the trade show this week in. Hamburg and also uh basically yeah just just getting a after the two weeks travel and on Monday I tested positive for COVID that was the day I was trying to leave.
2: Mm. How are yeah. you feeling right
1: now? Uh, I am actually feeling a lot better I had a pretty high fever in between my wife also um tested positive or got COVID, but she only had like a slight cough and I was basically out for two days, which I don't think I've slept that much in the last year that I did within the last few days, which, which is good. Like I'm not complaining. Um, overall, it really felt like a bad head cold. Mm -hmm. It was the first time in a long time that I had fever, which kind of scared me because it was also pretty, pretty high. But other than that, it was just, uh, a little bit of a runny nose um, a slight cough but not even from like the lungs not like a lung infection it's more like from mm-hmm. the throat uh that's also why my voice is a little sore but it's at it fast I mean, now it's thursday i tested positive on monday and that's where the symptoms basically started so it it came and it was gone in the same amount of time so mm-hmm. i'm now feeling actually a lot better i'm still a little bit tired and um, yeah, this morning I figured out that I can't taste shit, and I don't smell anything. <laughs> yeah. Yay! Yeah. And
0: in, in other words, cinnamon buns are just buns for you.
1: Exactly. And another fun fact: buns taste like shit. <laughs> yeah, it it
2: just, it's just the it perfect only... timing to to start a diet and and just eat vegetables. But that's that pretty ate. much what I'm
1: doing right now because um, I can still taste sweetness. I mm-hmm. can taste sour. And I can taste salty or bitter. So, okay. so salty take kind of also tastes like bitter, which is kind of strange. So now it's uh, basically what I've been eating today was textures, not food, because bread is so freaking boring. It's like biting into a sponge. Yeah, I, I never thought that. Like I did never like, but because you can't smell it and you only taste sweet, salty, or bitter, mm-hmm. it's just basically you 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 chewing and you're like, oh, this is boring. Oh, this doesn't taste good like am i i'm just looking at the bread am i eating a bread and i'm just like biting on a sponge or something
0: <laughs> it, it's, it's almost like you need to check what you're eating in between each bite sort of yeah yeah you <clears> because i can
1: i cannot tell what i have in my mouth just by mm. I, I need different textures so toasting the bread helped a little bit this morning to give it like a little bit of a crunch um then i had some yogurt like natural yogurt uh, which I put a little bit of jam into it. I couldn't taste the fruit in it, but it's actually funny because I know that the yogurt is like natural yogurt, unsweetened. It usually mm. would be way too not tasteless, but kind 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 of like that that tangy taste of yogurt when it's not yeah. treated. And usually I wouldn't like it that pure, but I only took like a little bit spoon in and I could taste that little bit of sweetness coming through. And that made it quite enjoyable to eat, actually, mm. <laughs> because I didn't have to chew. I didn't have to think. I could almost drink it. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, it's really weird.
2: You should try French cheese, like blue cheese, just to, to no. check if you no, can. Because no, because then, <laughs> then I would have
1: to cry because I actually like blue cheese. Yeah, but it,
2: it, it's, it's, it's so uh, uh, special test, taste. taste. No, it's it would, it would taste, taste
1: probably like biting in a block of salted butter. Yeah.
0: I mean, there's only one way to find out. Exactly, my point. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are disgusting. Oh, sorry. Red, you're French. Raz, you're disgusting.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> now, how, how, have you, how have you guys been? Enough about me.
2: Raz, what about you? Once you have done drinking your tea...
0: Yeah, um, I I have, I've had lots of fun. Doing what? <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. No, um, so I, I've i been, I visited the laser cutting company that I've been working with and got to look at all of the new t- fancy tools, uh, including, like, they invested some 3 million euro into a 100% fully automatic laser cutting system. Oh, testing? Yeah, that's And because of COVID and wars and all of that, it's delayed. So I'll have to go back after Christmas to actually see it operational. Mm -hmm. But you're talking the kind of system where it can basically... Up to the point of malfunctions, it can run 100% uh, automatically. Mm -hmm. Like, it can pick material itself, it can cut the material, it can package, it can put the material either on pallets or or back into the shelving... And you can take whatever's left and you can sort of automatically figure out if this is worth taking, uh, keeping for later and keeping that into the shelf and knowing and remembering this image of it. Wow, that's And crazy. everything else in
1: between. Yeah, nice. it's, it's going to be interesting. Um, I'm kind of interested in the manufacture of that because I know that the loading unloading functions I know from like 15 years ago when I used to work with lasers, like the...
0: Oh yeah, I mean none of, none of the things are like revolutionary new, it's just Getting to a really, really consistent quality, I think. No,
1: but the automation system with the packaging and everything, and also with the, there's probably going to be cameras or um with contrast programs checking the quality of the parts and everything.
0: I didn't ask that specific questions. Sounds phenomenal. Yeah, but I'll hope. I'll hope I'll be. Maybe My maybe nerd senses then. are tingling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I hope
2: you would. Do you think you will be able to to uh, put um put up stories on Instagram when you go and visit and see the machine? Uh, operate or would it be some kind of uh, industrial secret and they they don't want to Uh, show it
0: i uh, i would i wouldn't be allowed in the same room as the machine as it is fully operational automatically because it would be moving heavy steel plates through the air while people are not caring if you are here or not
1: while rasmus is climbing over the loading unit to get a better shot of it
0: (laughs) Yeah, I, I prefer things to be less. Uh, also, it's way better to get an easy shot, uh, or way better to get a good picture of it if things are actually stationary yeah, mostly, sure. instead of motion blur of steel plates whizzing by. It's uh, interesting. could be interesting. Uh, and uh, after that, I there was a blacksmithing meetup in uh, at Nersianmark, the Ironworks, mm-hmm. the, which is I, I can ramble on for ages about Ironworks. But long story short, uh, we. In Norway, never adopted the Bessemer converter as a manufacturing way of steel. Mm-hmm. So these ironworks, up until the early 1900s, they had a large-scale foundry work using wood, uh, using charcoal, mm-hmm. and they were char- They were casting out oven plates, and they were forging, um, and and they were also doing uh, ductile steel manufacturing like think crucible steel but modern and using uh and getting more th- only similar to like construction steel or spring steel uh that they used to forge cannons with oh wow and like they have it, it, they, so they, there's like the, the the foundry works there's the hammer works they had uh, a steel mill and they had the crucible steel works and they had a machine shop oh. all of this uh, and the crucible steel mill was uh, at the Crystal Steelworks and the steel mill was operational up until 1959 when the dam broke and it was proven too expensive to fix it to keep using the old equipment. Okay, but we're talking they in this ironworks started using the modern technologies as they were being replaced by the best converter in the rest of Europe in the 1880s and 1870s. So it's a it's a 200 year old. Ironworks that stopped working 60 years ago. I mean, like technology-wise, the technology-wise and and the 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 machine work or the hammer, uh, hammerworks building had three power hammers in them, all of them water-powered. The smallest one was, was, uh, I think, 300 kilos, and the (laughs) largest one is a ton. (laughs) Holy fuck! They bought a German. They bought a German air hammer of, I think, like two hundred fifty kilos, and it was too small for them. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, it, it's just bonkers. And the, one of the best and wildest stories is that the steel mill works they had the building burned down two times. Uh-huh. So the third time they just put up old machines outside. <laughs> yeah. And just kept using it.
2: <laughs> Why not?
0: So there's there's old footage of some guy like coming out of the hammerworks with some rod of steel that's brightly glowing and he just tosses it. <laughs> <laughs> and the what other you guy he just, <laughs> yeah, he just lands on the ground next to the guy at the steel mill uh, and he just picks it up and flings it into the wheels and it goes goes and the other guy catches it and flings it back and it goes foom out again. And it's just bonkers to see like the, the reflection uh, the reaction time of these guys as they're working at the mill because I mean that thing is a Thousand degrees and it goes squish and comes out twice as long as it used to be. Yeah. Uh, so it, that can be really gnarly really quickly. Yeah, you don't want to uh, be two
1: thirds focused doing that job.
0: <laughs> exactly, yeah. Uh, but then on, on Sunday, I uh, I ran off to Berlin to visit Cairo and then headed down to Kiel to visit him and see his place before the whole madness that's going to happen this weekend. Except, of course, I had to go home early because my friend is getting married and I have to be there. But uh, then, pot twist, I got home and I have COVID. Oh. As well. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, I-, I haven't really felt anything except like I started coughing a bit, which is why I, started test- I got tested. Mm-hmm. But uh, for once, I didn't have to run through a whole airport to catch my flight. Nice. Which, considering I had that cough, well, was probably a good thing. Yeah,
2: really good thing. Good thing. But Indeed.
0: anyway. So, I mean, um, I still have a, a day left, in theory, to test negative before if I can join the wedding, but I, I doubt it the way it is. Yeah. I wouldn't be so sure about it.
2: It really depends on the form that you the, of the disease that you get. It can it can be gone by the by this weekend, or it can stay for a few more I mean, days? So.
1: Yeah, I I tested on Monday, and they say it's like a minimum of five days I have to be in quarantine. But this is the, the rules in this area here, and yeah. um, it's kind of like I tested yesterday, and it was still like bright positive, and I did a test about like three hours ago, like during lunch break. Mm-hmm. And it's only shown a slight red line. Mm-hmm. So it really, it, it comes, it goes as fast as it comes. Mm. So I, I'm pretty sure that tomorrow it's going to show negative. I'm still not, I think I'm not allowed to leave till Saturday because technically the day you test positive, it's day zero, not day one. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm just, I'm going to recuperating over the weekend at home and just kick yeah. up the feed and wait for it to completely pass by.
0: Yeah, uh, I sort of uh, when when I did do the test, I was all, doing the whole thing because I hardly have to do it mm-hmm. because uh, I don't regularly see people. Uh, but big wedding, old grandparents, and all of that. I figured it, I would be prudent about it. Uh, but I had the moment of like going like like stabbing myself in the face, like scratching my my brains out, and dipping it into the thing and s- squeezing the, the the um the drips the drips out, and it's like okay, so how long is it going to take to oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the same with me. It's like, well I want like I kind of have a scratchy throat. Let's
1: see if that oh shit <laughs> Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, so that, that was an interesting moment of realization. You're sitting and scratching my head, I was like, holy fuck. Um but yeah, I, I as far as I know, I'm the last of my friends to get it. So I'm kinda proud of that one at least. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, but I also thought so it's like I, I i I was able to go two and a half years without it. And I wouldn't have like I would not have a a problem with it if I wouldn't get it or didn't get it. Yeah, whatever. Now I had it. Fuck it.
0: But also in Norway, uh, the rules uh, like COVID has been uh, declassified as a national health risk. As a cold, and is considered to be the same as an influenza or a cold now. So uh, we don't have I don't have any restrictions on me for going out to meeting people and doing things. Yeah. Uh, apart from the regular sensibilities of not trying to kill other people yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, but the plot twist of course is that I also live with my 93 year old man. Oh, so yeah, I'm I staying in my part that. of the house yeah so, uh, I'm staying in my part of the house and the only thing I did is like wear a mask and I uh, uh, anti-backed all of my hands and I walked to the fridge and got my frozen bread out yeah. and uh, that's about it I'll go for a walk later today and I'll get shopping delivered tomorrow so it's like yeah I'll be fine yeah, but it, it gives me the option at least of uh, getting caught up with all of the office stuff that I seem to have piled
2: up. No matter how yeah, good I yeah sure you're work. gonna play Elden Ring and that's it. So don't bullshit I, me. I, I,
0: I only have three bosses left and I'm yeah, finished for the second time. Exactly.
2: That's what I was saying. So no, I, I,
0: because we postponed, <laughs> because we postponed recording by 15 minutes. I beat another boss. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, sure, of course you did. <laughs> for, for those who keep track at home, I'm at the the Godskin duo in uh, the the crumbling Azul, crumbling whatever Darina tornado thing. Yeah, nice. those who know, who they know.
2: Yeah, I will know. Anyway, how point. how about you Red? Um, I I was I I could be one of you uh, to be honest. Uh, I could also be infected because uh, <coughs> we I had a really boring week. Uh, doing all the stuff that I usually do, which means unpacking and cleaning the house and doing small repairs. And I
1: Ooh, yes, yes, yes. Your you workshop behind you. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's getting yeah. more. It's getting um, sorted. Almost. I see boxes yeah. now. I
2: worked a lot in the in the workshop, so the all this side, uh, the side of my computer is all done. On the opposite side of the room, the. Um, uh, sewing machine is ready and behind me what used to be a big pile of, of boxes is now uh, a few pieces of furniture with all my tools and product inside and the only thing missing is a workbench so I had to go to Ikea today to buy four legs uh, because it was super cheap and I didn't want to bother and tomorrow I will be at the uh, place somewhere uh in my hometown where they sell big pieces of hood uh, in order to make myself a workbench so by the by this weekend probably by sunday um the workshop should be kind of done uh which makes me happy because I. that sounds
0: like a very optimistic red
2: speaking absolutely so let's say (laughs) next week (laughs) next week thursday i'll be done more or less and i will be able to to work on it or to Work probably again.
1: Unless uh, unless another car breaks down. I've seen the pictures. Oh, I've yeah. seen the yeah, pictures. So, yeah,
2: I've also been working on my car <laughs> this week again. <laughs> no, you, on your car. Do I tell. Want this AC unit be working. So, I went to the uh, garage and the guy told me, oh, yep, yeah, one of these pieces is broken. So, you would have to change it uh, before we can uh, fill it with uh, coolant gas or cooling gas or gas or whatever it's called. So I did that, uh, went pretty, pretty well. Uh, fixed my door because one of the hinges of my door was broken because I'm a savage and I can't shut the door or open the door like quietly. Uh, anyway, it's done. Uh, and uh, I, we had some kind of scary leak because um, I didn't, I don't know if I mentioned that in a previous episode, but my kids got his yellow belt in judo uh, last week, last Sunday. So we had to Ooh, go cool. to... Thank you. Um, nice. We had to go to the club uh, for some kind of ceremony and gathering of all the parents and the, the pride kids um, receiving the new belt. So it was great. But it was also a lot of people in the same room uh, and, and was kind of scary because no one is washing hands anymore no one is wearing masks it's not monetary anymore and we know that in france the numbers are up again um it wouldn't have been scary if two days later my kid wouldn't have had a 40.1 degree uh, fever during the night which was like yeah fucking scary took him to the doctor uh he tested negative so it was just a cold because they made them uh, sing and dance uh, in the rain at school for two hours uh, because it was the end of the year show for the parents. So, yeah. Um, And then I got sick as well. Same thing as a kid. No fever, just a sore throat and a little bit of coughing. Uh, So I went to see the doc this morning and I tested negative. So yeah it was one of those weeks where uh you can't get everything done because stuff that you haven't planned are are getting in the way i had to babysit my kid uh, for the past three days he's been back at school this morning um so that's cool but it it, yeah when when you have to take care of a sick kid you you can't work as as much as as you have planned to so yeah, he's okay now. He's he's back in shape, jumping all around the apartment. Uh, I'm not uh, yet, but that day would come as well. So yeah, <laughs> that that kind of week sounds like fun. Yeah,
0: somehow. Yeah, I got I got to thinking on one thing, like on this whole blacksmith meetup thing now that was. Uh, one one really good thing about it that I sort of neglected to mention earlier on is that we had a team of um, uh, Forging for Peace, roughly translated. Yeah. So all of us there were making items to be auctioned off for uh, Ukraine mm-hmm. on Sunday. I was, I was kind of
2: scared um, that she said send to uh, Ukraine for them to fight with Oh stuff.
0: yeah, lots of fire pokers. Yeah. Knives and, yeah, it's it's going to be brilliant. Drawing axes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no. The
1: other question is, how many of your stickers did you place?
0: I didn't, but I did hand out a few at, just before I left on Saturday. Nice. Um, and uh, the, the some of the older smiths were really happy about like engaged brain before using their power hammer stickers. Yeah. that those, those went over well. Uh, I think I made friends because of that. Cool. Uh, but, but my point was that um, there's this whole community thing of everyone going together, teaming up, and... Making all si- kinds of sculptures and different kinds of tools and all kinds of weird things. Uh, those I'm curious can look at uh, the Noschke uh Instagram post. I think there are pictures of all of things there, if not, it should have been. And I'll yell at them. Um, but my, my point is more like the, the the whole community thing of coming together and doing something grand together, mm-hmm. which which was really really nice. Uh, but of course, then you also end up with uh, stupid things like. Some kid who, on a dare, decided to make a two-man sledgehammer where the (laughs) head is 21 kilos of steel. And yeah, there's two handles poking out at like 30-something degrees from the handle. But he he also did did make it solely out of a couple of pictures online. Mm -hmm. And the pictures online show that the handles are converging into one hole, so there's two holes on the bottom of the sledgehammer, so to speak, and it's one in the middle on the top side. And just the mind-bogglingness of someone doing that. And then, of course, you have all of the young smiths who's around, and they were like, "Oh, we've got to do, we've got to use, we've got to try this." Did and they? So did.
1: They... Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There was there was movies. I saw it in the Insta stories. It, <clears throat> it looked looked amazing. I,
2: I I didn't see anything about that. Okay. Uh, I, uh, How did it go? Yeah. Well. Uh, I mean, they
0: forged a leaf with a double handed sledge. Yeah. It was, I mean, they used top tools and fullers and all that to do all the manipulations. So Uh it was basically like a a, a master and two strikers with the same sledge. Uh, But it was hilarious to watch. And at some point, they were forging a bit on the horn of the anvil, and we needed another guy to hang on the heel of the anvil so it wouldn't tip over as they hit it. Yeah, sure. Wow.
1: <laughs> and they, and they were grinning like little children when they were swimming oh, Yeah, that <laughs> area. I bet.
0: I, I mean it, it was the absolute right kind of madness. But I got to say and this is uh, very very good for a audio podcast, but we also visited the old iron mine. Ooh. Nice. And I have an actual lump of 70% pure 70% pure iron ore. Nice, really nice. That's magnetic.
2: What are you gonna do with it? Just keep it as as a souvenir. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. I mean, I uh, if 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 I could go. Uh, there, funny thing when it comes to the whole iron mine thing. Uh, every Sunday in tourist season, they are still lighting fires in the tunnels to expand the tunnels and dig them further.
2: Oh, still now? Every
0: single. Yeah, every single Sunday. They're still doing
1: fire mining yeah. there.
0: Not 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 like professional mining. Uh, but they are still, like, showing how it was done. Lighting fires, you can yeah, hear because... the mountain exploding, basically, and cracking.
2: Yeah, Jan has a very good point. Like, f- uh, uh, lightning the tunnels with fire is is kind of uh, a risk. Because uh, no. well, it is... It fucking is. <laughs> I, I, yeah, there's
0: some risk. There's a risk to sneezing as well. You no, can lose an eye.
2: yeah. I mentioned it in in the, the in previous episode of the podcast. My my grandfather was miner. He was digging for for coal in the mountain, and, yeah, yeah. and they were lighting the tunnels with gas uh, lamps. But they also had all the stuff like having having a bird uh, with them canary yeah yeah a canary or uh, yeah it was probably a canary yeah uh, and if if they
1: or their or the neighbor's child that no one liked
2: <laughs> and if the canary was dead it's because there was a gas leak that they have breached into a, a, a gas yeah. porch in the mountain and and they had to escape uh as soon as possible and sometimes the the gas would would explode explode because of the 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 gas lamp
1: yeah but yeah that's that's not that's not not so much a problem with um yeah. with, with fire um mining and rest. you can correct me but the way i got to explain um or they explained it to us when we were in the silver mine was basically they heated up a fire and they had that one burning for like they used cubic meters mm-hmm. to heat up the rock in there for i think almost a day to get the full mm-hmm. heat and they would make a draft like extra they would buy a wooden tunnel where the smoke could pile over so they wouldn't breathe in the the smoke. So they made like a vent system on the top of the uh, tunnels. And you can imagine it like looking egg shaped. The difficulty is they were jumping in there basically wearing wet towels as loincloth as the only thing because you had 800 degree hot stone that had to be hand carved out of the mountain and fast while it was still hot so they would go in for like 15 minutes change and the next one go in however they would still all die like the ex- life expectancy was i believe 37 wow. is that correct Chris? i, I, I don't think know that about was that uh yeah. yeah but like 37 because of not a cold lung but the smoke yeah. lung they had yeah. from uh, inhaling that that residue smoke that was still in there and of course the heat and cold difference from running in and out the whole time. Oh,
0: that's healthy. This Finnish do it all the time. <laughs> uh, no, but... Um, uh, so this mine in particular, they had the problem of people dying early on. So they ended up creating a true draft. Yeah. So the wind actually blows mm-hmm. through the whole mine. That's good. And then they start ex- expanding it again. Yeah, because just okay. burning
2: fires to light tunnels would consume a lot of oxygen as well. And Yeah,
0: yeah. And, and like they had the problem of... Um, normally you would have like hot air and smoke rises and the cool air and fresh air is drafted through the bottom. The problem you could encounter is that you end up with this uh, backdraft pocket mm-hmm. where it, will st- it will, the smoke would go so far out that it would start to cool and fall and then get sucked in with the fresh oxygen and then starting to starve the fire and you have carbon monoxide poisoning happening. And then everybody dies. So I think they had three people dying from that happening. Yeah making them uh, decide to actually build basically a, f- a chimney for o- for the fresh air to go out and the ore to go out yeah. and for like uh, the, f- the smoke to go out and the fresh air to come in safely from the bottom. Cool. So today they can still do it safely. And the, the, the mind that doing it in isn't so deep yet that it's difficult to see what's going on. I think on average, they might've managed 10 centimeters a day, like professional guys yeah. doing it well. Uh, and now they are like lighting one fire every Sunday, okay. so it's 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 going very slowly. But the, the interesting thing is like the, the mountain itself. Like this is only done to uh, get to the ore. Okay. They would use gunpowder to extract the ore itself. Yeah. Because um, you can basically imagine that uh, the whole mountain is basically plywood. And as you are applying water to it, it swells out. Mm-hmm. Plywood does, right? Mm-hmm. You're doing the same with heat on the mountain, so every single like layer that's millimeter thick, maybe a centimeter, is expanding differently than the one behind it, and because you have a hole, it can only go forward yeah. towards the fire yeah. that's why it cracks so the old, the old perception even that you would toss water on it wouldn't even work because you would just get a steam explosion back in your face yeah sure.
2: That's actually a very smart way of doing it. Uh, it it's probably very um, specific to that kind of mine and that mountain because of the layers and, and not being yeah. like a river inside the mountain that you have to follow and extract by uh, just digging with an axe, not, not an axe, but a pickaxe or... or um, yeah, uh, What's the, 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 the hammer, the automatic hammer uh, that they are? Jackhammer. Jackhammer, thank you, that they were, yeah. they were using um, recently. But yeah, still very impressive that they are impressive I, that they are doing it. it I'm forgetting
0: again. when they closed the mine, but I think it was early nineteen hundreds, if not, a little bit before that even. The iron mine. Yeah, the iron mine itself, because it got it. Oh, okay. it, it became cheaper to buy mine abroad. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, at at least the the local. This is uh, located uh, in Arndal, and. Uh, Two thirds of all of the iron ore that was used in the kingdom of Denmark, Norway, came from this one iron field in, around Arndal, and it and and again they are saying that this is has always been the best quality iron you could ever get in Europe. Mm-hmm. The British is shit, apparently. In comparison. <laughs> That, uh, don't start sure was,
2: well, but, but, you, you, <laughs> you had to
1: you had to you had to mention it uh,
0: but, uh, the, 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 well this was one of the
1: reasons why the Asians didn't use it for so long like because it was difficult for them to find ore or iron that was uh they did more casting I believe than uh, actual-
0: the Chinese never really invented forgeable iron but they did casting iron since the early 400s I think
1: but I think it was mainly because of the lack in quality yeah. of yeah. just the steel on the continent.
0: Yeah, the, the same goes for Japan. Although Japan has iron-rich sand in places, that's really high quality that they used for the swords. But the natural ore they could find on the islands, it was basically shit quality. Which is why they had to become such excellent craftsmen, because you needed that amount of skill to even make it useful. Uh but that's tangents. Like the, the last thing I really want to see because it was really fun is that part of the iron mine. It goes uh, five. It is five hundred meters below the city center of Arndal today.
2: And you can go and visit and and go down there.
0: No, it's flooded It's flooded now. It's flooded. Okay. Yeah. Sadly, but it it was a and there's like three big complexes that was at, attaching into the same mine or same vein uh-huh. of iron ore. In different parts like it was 70 percent pure or something so like you could uh, the, the uh the guy who took us into the mine he just took his magnet and he just stick it on the wall inside the mine yeah where you just saw like the the, the, the black vein of iron running through the slightly pinkish mountain i was like, like there it is
2: i find <laughs> so yeah really really cool i find it very interesting to see that that kind of stuff um kind of fascinates us because we are makers because we are interested in how it's made how it's extracted and and what this ore will become and and it will become usable steel for us and 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 so on and so on um whereas people who were working in the mines back in the days were not amazed or amused by this in any way it was like living hell for them to just go down down the hole and and dig and sacrifice their health in order to just produce stuff but we generation leaders. Are are just amazed and interested by how it was made, and also by the sacrifice, or uh, sacrifice of those people, who made it possible for us to have like good quality steel or silver and stuff.
1: But also, um, right there, there's there's a difference. Um, the I thought the same way about like the miserable life they had, but they were really honored, at least in the silver mines, to be mm-hmm. working there. So what we were told is that basically only a selected you had to go through like interviews and having someone out of the family being able to work at the silver yeah. mine was like one of the greatest honors. And not just that, they actually had really good um, <clears throat> I think these days you would call it like a, a health mm-hmm. support system. Yep. So if one would die and have an accident in the mine, the family would get silver. Yeah. If the guy would work there they got paid in silver and they would earn as much as almost no other labor worker in norway at that point <clears throat> so there's been a couple of occasions and what they're told about is like so if people retired there they would get um sent off with like a full handful of yeah. silver which was in those times enough to buy yourself a whole estate so that was uh, actually my, miners were fairly healthy I mean you only got 37 but then other jobs outside with the wind and the weather in Norway I bet a lot of people didn't get any older
0: <laughs> Well or or it's the kind of thing where you you you're only able to keep that kind of job if you are built robust enough and solid enough and are healthy enough to even just get in the door, so to speak.
2: Yeah, I I I, I believe you're right. Uh, uh, to some degree. Um, I can only speak about my my grandfather because that's that's what I, I know the most. He was working on a coal mine, and as soon he was done the hole uh, at the beginning when he was uh, very young, because they started very young. Um, just, just for the context, um, it was in the mountains around, around, uh, my hometown. There was nothing. It was like peasants. W- w- roughly where in France is this? Just so that other ups, people. In the apps, uh, around a city called Grenoble. So, gr-
0: that nobody can spell, it, but that's fine. Exactly.
2: It's a G-R-E-N-O-B-L-E. <laughs> you and your up words. shame. <laughs> <laughs> um... So there was there was nothing. You were, um, no factories, so you had to go down to the big city to get a job. And if you uh, didn't want to do so, you had the choice between being a peasant and having a farm and, and working in a farm. Or uh, to go to the mine and work at the mine. So my grandfather started very young working over there. Uh, and they as, as you said, Jan, it was a good condition. It was a good job. Uh, because if you wanted, you could have a house uh, lent to you by the company. Uh, you would be paid a, a good wage to be to be a miner, um, and when he started to get sick uh, because of, uh, the 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 all the dust from the coal would affect his long uh, pretty early, uh, so he had to dip um, brought him back to the surface and he worked on the surface of the mine for many years. And at some point he was too sick to keep on working. So he had to retire, but um, he he had a pension, of course, and the pension would be money or coal. It could be uh, even both in some case. So mm. they were taken care of by the company. It was not like crazy rich. But um, just just uh, something that I remember, my mother told me, they were the first family in the small village to get a, a television because my grandfather was a coal miner. So he was earning enough money in order to be able to afford having a TV at the time when in, in the early 50s, uh, just after the yeah. TV was invented. Um, That's fairly impressive and then, yeah so it, it was like a good situation to be to be a coal miner at the time but as Jan said, uh, your life expect expectancy was not very long because of the dust of the gas, of the uh, smoke and also because it was so freaking hot down the hole and with all the coal dust, they were all smoking cigarettes in order to just feel the hair coming down their lungs so they were smoking in order to be aware that they were still breathing which killed obviously a lot of people so all combined it was a very very deadly job uh, and and the the mine collapsing and the the, the explosion because of the gas uh, inside the mundane very very difficult job but it was a good job it was a good condition and all the people of the village were uh, wanting to to become a minor because it was a an, uh, uh, an insurance for the family if i die doing my job they will get pension they will get coal. they will never be cold again and they will never be angry again so they those people made sacrifices of their lives in order to uh, provide for the family and, and have a safe future for the family which is
0: and I, I guess even i guess even that's almost a good bet like yeah you you're not go you're not taking that kind of job from the beginning because you enjoy it no for, for
2: sure absolutely
0: but you take it because just getting their foot in the door and keeping at the job yeah. that that has provided for your family yeah I mean at that point you just need to wake up in the morning and show up absolutely so to speak <laughs> yeah
1: and in optimum in your own case survive but yeah. Details.
2: Yeah, <laughs> my my mother told me that my um, grandfather was always uh, awake, and 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 my grandmother was a bit big part of him being able to work in the mine because she was taking care of him so well that I mean he was not able to do so much after a full day of work or a full night of work mm. down the hall because it was like so exhausting that. He was coming back from the mine completely uh, exhausted, Kind of clean, because at the end they had showers, so they could change and, and, and shower before coming back home, but they were still st- still dirty coming back home, so they had to...
0: I have to imagine that it was the the, the miners' wives who petitioned for the showers to be installed at the factory. Probably, at, at the yeah, mic- probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> uh,
2: but yeah, well, my grandmother was, was a big support, so she was, she was doing everything in the house. She was cooking, she was taking care of the groceries. She had a garden, so she was taking care of that, so they could... Uh, make the the end meet, so to speak, when when it was a rough year for the mine, uh, because of course the wages were um, indexed on the amount of coal that they would mm. they would be able to extract. But overall, yeah, it was it was a good situation to be a coal miner, even if it was not for many many years. Because I I, I get your point, yeah, um, Raz. I think you can. Get into that kind of job uh, by passion if you're an engineer, if you want to find yeah, a probably. way to uh, extract coal in uh, more safely and, and more productively or to just uh, know geologists uh, where, where to find coal, for example. And, uh, so you are passionate about it. But it wouldn't be a
0: normal grunt. Absolutely, so to yeah, speak. yeah, yeah, sure. Then absolutely. you would actually have some kind of engineering management
2: position. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Would be...
1: I mean, you're not you're not a grunt. You're the forefront engineer. Yeah. With practical <laughs> exercise. <laughs> no, sure. Or, or practice. <laughs> but it was it was also
2: the the uh, the job to have. It was the job in the area. Where you are always sure to eat at the end of uh, uh, to have something to eat at the end of the month, yeah, and and to get True. coal to just heat the house. So when someone was uh, already employed, uh, all the family cousins, brothers, and 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 brother-in-law or some that kind of stuff, all those people would gather around the coal miner in order to be accepted, and it was like, uh, ear to mouse, oh, I have a brother, he wants to to work with us. Can we do something? And said, yeah, come, have a try. And all the sons and all the cousins uh, did the same thing. And the sons started to work in the mine very early on. Um, so, yeah. It, it, Yay, child labor. Yeah, child labor, absolutely. Um, th- 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 my, my point is that now is oh, the we have, you have a point we are. We are. I'm, I'm trying that's completely new to me <laughs> i'm trying to make your yeah, point exactly. so the, the listener kind of uh, imagine that we have a topic or we know where why we are talking about that kind of stuff where we are going. have a clue before you said <laughs> just move on hurry um my point is that all the, that that kind of labor no i kind of lost it no it's like um, <laughs> uh, uh, all those people who literally gave their life for the next generation um we are not uh, as respected i think uh back in the days uh compared to how they are respected or or um yeah respected now i mean i have a a really really deep respect for my grandfather spending his life uh, mining in order to send my mother to school and just to mm. make uh, a better life for her. And because he did that, she was able to uh, go to school, uh, be a teacher, and and give me uh, and and my siblings a good life, and so on and so on. So um, I I I really appreciate the fact that now there is this kind of nostalgia, nostalgia about the the tough jobs the craftsman job, uh, that this those dead arts, the, the this um, all this knowledge that has been lost through the years because people don't turn balls by hand anymore. It's a machine that th- is doing that. Or, or Andy Berkey, the, the amazing job that he's doing in the church is just to fix Jesus' hands, for example. Uh, it, it would be easier to buy a new statue instead of just Asking him to fix uh, one that's broken. All these crafts, all these laborers, uh, in so many. All this background noise. Yeah, I'm. I'm sorry. It's uh, <laughs> it's so hot here that I have the uh, I cracked the window open. Um, I, I, it's fine. I have I have three of my windows open. <laughs> um, I remember my my last, I'm gonna shut up, but. Um, i remember my grandfather my my coal miner grandfather taking me to a glass blowing factory when i was like probably five or six and it was just absolutely crazy for me that people take this really hot bowl of whatever it was blowing it and make a vase out of it or glass or whatever it was, uh, it was just magic. And all these jobs that are now lost, just like the people working the uh, silver in your area, um, I really appreciate the fact that we are kind of coming back to it. And I don't think it's only the maker community because I see more and more on the social media videos of uh, craftsmen showing their just jo- their work, their job, and people uh, getting amazed by it. So. Um, yeah, it's it's just just a thought but I I I like that we are grateful for those people uh, perfecting their crafts over the years or centuries and even if we got a little bit far away from it for a few decades that we are kind of getting back to it like wow that's actually amazing.
0: Yes.
1: Yes, or you are thinking the same way as I am. How the hell are we gonna go back to that like to our topic? <laughs> because I've been trying to spinning like a segue to get to the main topic for like the last ten minutes. I'm like, yeah, you got me. <laughs> I'm lost. Kill no, the mood, no, guys.
0: No, no, you you do you do have a good point, and I I very much enjoyed the time we're living in. Uh, I mean, pandemic and wars aside, I've very much enjoyed the fact that we seem to be living in a time where more and more people are actually realizing the importance of where things come from, not the fact that you just have a thing. Yeah,
1: Yeah, um, one could also argue though that we are living in a time where we are so wealthy and well off in our life position that we can afford to use the old ways to get to that point again. Where people before us have fought for finding automated ways to basically survive or stay competitive, and we now are at that point where we can allow in certain areas to go back to that or pay craftsmen for their work what's actually worth. Or it. Or even better, because if
0: no, you realize that hmm? some of the old ways are better than the stupid modern plastic ones.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but also they have to be paid for.
0: Yeah, well, but yeah, but um, it's 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 the whole. Um, buying for quality thing. I mean, yeah, you, you, can, exactly. you can get a one used plastic bottle, or you can have one made out of glass. Mm-hmm. I mean...
1: And you can use the glass one for 20 years, but tell you what, there's people in places of this earth that can't afford a glass bottle, yeah. and they're gonna yeah, yeah. use the plastic one for about 20 years before it falls mm. apart. Yeah, by all means. Or they get poisoned by it. I mean, it's always like in the situation where you're in.
0: Oh, of course, by all means. It's never easy. Uh,
2: you know what's what's crazy to me is that mm-hmm. we are uh, at a point in our civilization that technology has never been better than it is right now. We n- never, uh, in the previous years or centuries, had s- perfected technology uh, to the point that it is now. We have the. It's now that we have the more. Uh, machines, tools, knowledge. Even though yeah. uh, to to live com- like comfortably uh, and and easily, and we don't have to struggle against heat or cold. We don't have to uh, hunt for food. We can uh, cure disease, disease uh, some pretty easily. We can communicate with people living uh, on the other uh, side of the planet. It's absolutely amazing, and and still we are getting back to making stuff by hand with wood. Um, sorry, with wood, with leather, <laughs> with steel, with uh, uh, glaze or or, or mm. whatever. Um, this kind of uh, I don't want to say duality, but the, the complementarity of it. Was somehow lost, I think, uh, for for uh, a few decades, and we are getting back to it, and I really like that. And that's, I totally agree with you, Raz. I, you like the, the the time we are living in? I love it as well because I'm able to make stuff out of wood and and talk with my buddies on the internet, uh, the same day, yeah. which is absolutely insane when you think about it. Yeah, it it's
0: uh, it is wild. But it's also easily to go into the fallacy of, oh, look how advanced we are. We must be able to know everything. We're not and we're that never advanced wrong. as a species. No, we're not. The, I mean, to, to quote Douglas Adams, we are monkeys
2: with sticks. Exactly. Our sticks has gotten really fancy. Yeah, we have the technology, but uh, the human race uh, is not as fancy as we imagine it is. No, not at all. There's... Uh, I'm I'm
0: very much all about, I think, you know, the, the whole thing of knowing as many things you don't know as possible. So that you are aware of your holes and your fallacies and your biases. And to sort of, I think it's really important to be able to think like, yeah, we are super advanced. We have a lot of really helpful technology. And there's never been a moment in history where we know more than we do now. At the same time. There's so much things we don't know, and the fact that we think we know what we're doing today doesn't mean that we will be wrong tomorrow. And there's been a lot of different times during our h- human evolution where, uh, take like the whole, um, was was it phrenology? It was called in the eighteen hundreds, like how they were fairly certain they could dis- describe the personality of a person by the bumps on their skull. Yeah, that was absolutely. <laughs> Everybody believed best. that was true yeah, for a yeah. couple of decades. Yeah, sure. Or, or, or come to think of like uh, ch- cholesterol in eggs, like how bad and good and bad and yeah. good that's been for you for over the last 20 years. Oh, if
1: you want to have a prime example, read books about babies, <laughs> how, like uh, how to treat after birth, like what to do with babies. Yeah. yeah. You can literally go like in a five year cycle of what is good for the baby will kill it five years later and You're going back right. in circles.
2: Oh, wow. You're absolutely yeah. right.
1: I I've seen like arguments in my family, like with the different generations in it about like how to raise the children. Oh, you can't do that. It's like, yes, that's what we're taught at the yeah. hospital, but you're going to kill it. No, this is actually what we're going to taught. but he told us that would kill it. <laughs> <laughs> like, we, had, yes. we had the opposite
2: uh, discussion <laughs> with my, my parents and my grandmother, especially because my grandmother was absolutely certain that uh, young children can't feel cold or heat. So, it's totally okay to bath your kid in a 42 degree bath or to just leave them unclosed during uh, winter because that's okay. They don't feel anything. But that's what they have been told when they were young. Oh, so the fact yeah. that the kid gets blue and black, yeah, it doesn't matter that because he d- is, he's not suffering, according to her. Obviously, I was like, "No, not for long." So, <laughs> well, this a lot of child mortality rates yeah, that happen. Yeah, yeah, it's it's. Uh, no, Jan is absolutely right. It's it's been like it, w- w- the knowledge that we have compared that the knowledge that my parents had back in the days is like absolutely. Uh, crazy the difference between-
1: yeah but you 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 going like you you're talking like generations, I'm talking even, about even in like, five, years, five year yeah, difference absolutely. to 10 years difference. Like if you read the books or they cycle through it, like so fast, it's, it's absolutely incredible.
2: But it's, it's the same thing for education. Like, oh, you're, we, you're going to teach, we are going to teach the kid that way because it's the best way. And five years later, it was like, yeah, we tried that, but it, that's shit. So let's do something different. And in 10 years, 10 years after that, they will go back to the first uh, method because uh, finally, it was not that bad nobody knows what they are doing it's just like trial and error so mm. uh especially in education uh if the 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 minister minister the 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 secretary uh, in charge of the uh, national education thingy you know in whatever country it is uh decide to change decides to change all the books they will but anyway yeah it 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 changes mm so quickly because knowledge is... It would be nice to have a solid base of knowledge that no one can argue with because it would help the the, the whole humanity to go forward. But when you, you see now that people are still thinking that the earth is flat, I mean, come on. You are not fucking f- losers. It's the first
0: time in human history that anyone has thought if world is flat.
2: yeah, and they are trying to prove it and they kill themselves doing it because they are so stupid that they can't even I mean yeah, they, but that,
1: that's yeah just exactly. The I mean, this this yeah. is a problem sorting sure. itself out at that point. <laughs>
2: I, yeah, I hope so. But I, I've seen a video of a guy saying, oh yeah, the earth is flat and we're going to prove it. We're going to conduct an experiment. Uh, you see, we're going to build fences, uh, for like, uh, with 10 meters, uh, between all the, fe- the, the, the fences. Uh, we're going to put a light. We're going to drill holes at the exact same height in all the fences. And we, when we get at the other way, we will see the light because earth is flat. And and they were filmed and no they couldn't see the light because the curvature of the earth and they were like oh man we we fucked up somehow yeah you did because you just believed that earth <laughs> was flat so
0: man come on uh, wasn't it Pythagoras or something I mean it wasn't one of the good old Greek philosophers proved he calculated the radius of the earth was off by a percent or yeah, something yeah by by nothing yeah. 2,000 something years ago, yeah. he did that. Anyone who has sailed on the
2: sea... Anyone that has been the- on the beach watching a, a a ship sails away. Yes. You yes. don't have to be on the ship. You just watch a, a, a boat, a ship, go yeah, away. It's the,
1: le- it's the sunlight being lazy. There are books about that. <laughs> it's still <laughs> a flat earth on the back of four elephants, on the back of a giant turtle floating through space and time.
2: <laughs> no, but it's it's not, and it's a male turtle <laughs> <laughs> It's not even the, only the flat Earth, but because the, these people are kind of hilarious. But yeah, all the conspiracy theories, like the the pyramid being built, by, by aliens. Come on, fuck. I mean, fuck. Uh, all the people um, not considering information. I, I mean, a fact as a fact. Like, oh, it's your opinion. Therefore, I can contest it. Because my opinion is different, that's what oh, yeah. is really fucked up with the world nowadays. And and I really hope that the next generation will—I don't want to say wake up because now the, the this expression has a has a, a different meaning to it. But just um, be become aware that science is science, a fact is a fact, you can't contest it, and knowledge is what brought us here because. We, Without knowledge and and the transmission of knowledge to um the next generations would be still playing with with sticks in caves so yeah i don't <laughs> <laughs> that happen exactly. focus <laughs> um my focus, um, because we, we are already being a little bit political um, today by... No, no, don't get into Star Wars again. No. Um, I'm going to talk about all the women in, in the U.S. Uh, right now. Oh, yes. Fighting for their, their rights to do whatever they want to do with their body. Uh, and if you have a dick and if you don't agree, fuck you. Yes hard with a pitchfork in the neck exactly so that's my focus of the week Uh, keep fighting please keep fighting we'll get there
1: don't let a basic human right
2: be taken
0: and whenever the u.s actually enters the 21st century we'll
2: be happy to welcome them absolutely yeah and we'll celebrate together.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, focus. I yep. really don't have one. I would have to say sleep because that's basically all I've been doing for the last few days. <laughs> which is, <laughs> <laughs> yes, is I, good. which is really positive. No, but um, I don't, don't really have anything for this week. There's nothing I've watched, nothing I've really done. I've been just out of order. I haven't been reading. There's nothing that shoots into my mind at the moment because I'm still a little bit tired.
2: Maybe the health worker taking care of people
1: with COVID and still. You mean standing on the balcony and clapping for a little bit? No, 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 no,
2: no, no, no not <clears throat> those people. The real health worker. No, no, I mean, this is basically what they did to shit. say the
1: people, people should go out and like clap on the balcony. And I'm like, no, nah, how about giving them more money and a little bit more free time? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, of course. I mean, this, but this is a given. I'm, trying, I'm still trying to play the happy note here. There's a lot of things that deserve thankfulness, but um, just nothing I've been focusing on this week rather than sleeping and getting back on my feet.
2: Whenever I can put the spotlights on those people saving lives, I, I will do it. That's a good thing.
0: Res, what about you?
2: Uh,
0: well, I have one that's more just for fun. Woohoo! Uh, so my old teacher... Is currently a residential blacksmith, and he and his wife uh, run the blacksmith shop now at Näs Järnvark, where I was at the blacksmithing meetup. And they had all the big foundry things to be talked about earlier. So they have a goal that for by next year's blacksmith meetup, uh, they are going to have the medium-sized water hammer operational. Mm-hmm. And my old teacher got a grant from the government to make all the tooling and develop the techniques and practice on it. Oh, nice. So, Steve, get your fucking ass to Norway.
1: <laughs> and Raz, you are ready to be a te- uh, not a teacher, but a student again, right?
0: Not oh, 20s. yeah. 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 I'll, I'll, I'll definitely get over there and try to have some fun on that big honking machine. It's a big like, trip hammer, and it's, it's m- amazing just to be next to it. Uh, but yeah, that, that was, uh, my old teacher is, uh, and his wife is, uh, Chairman Chapin Blacksmiths uh, and there's, uh, museum, which is the other for the museum. There'll be links where you expect them for both of them. And if thing goes as planned, it should be the last weekend of June or something like it next year.
2: Okay. Steve and Jamie, tell Steve. Next year, like 2023? Yeah. Okay. And you are only inviting Steve.
0: No, I'm telling him that he needs to get the fuck over to Norway because if not, he will because hate us. Because we don't need a okay. special
1: invitation; which is going to show up. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> okay. But I mean, I need to tell Jamie to tell Steve so that Steve will remember sure. to call. Sure. So, over. Jamie, yeah. please
2: take notes <laughs> and tell Steve when, yeah. in due time. Any last other bits? Protect Steve, and if you don't get it, you will get it. You will understand tomorrow. That's good. Because tomorrow, the final part of season four of Stranger Things is out. (laughs) Finally. Whatever. Thank you for listening. (laughs) Have a good week.
0: Yep. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.